Good. Welcome. You ready to get some sweat flowing? Let's do it. Start in Downward Dog. And give yourself a warm welcome on your mat. Acknowledge there's a body on your mat. And you're living in this body. And it needs to be attended to. So what a great acknowledgement that you're alive and you're right here. Open your eyes and see a physical point as a declaration of your commitment to be here. Shake your head out. Yes and no. Bend one knee. Straighten the other leg. Wake up the muscles in your feet. Feel your calf muscles come to life, your hamstrings. Move your pelvis from side to side. Just begin to initiate movement and skillful movement. Feel the right half of the body, the left half of the body. Now come to the center. Bend your knees. With your knees bent, fan your fingers across your mat and from your core. Extend your arms and press your hands on the floor. Lift your hips up. Relax your neck. Let's breathe yogically together. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in. Breathe out. Lift your right leg to the ceiling. Bend your upper knee. Move your upper leg to the left. Embody your feet like never before. Spread your ten toes. Pull your belly up your spine. Take your upper leg to the left another inch or so. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Lift your left leg to the sky. Go up higher. Bend your upper knee. Move your upper leg to the right. Fan your fingers across your mat. More than that. Look forward and walk up your hands. Hands at your lower back. Maybe use a yoga strap. Lengthen your spine. Take your shoulders to your back. Take a huge breath in. Wrap your arms over your head. Relax your neck. Gaze up to your belly button. Get connected to the floor. Lift your toes off your mat. Make the skin on the bottoms of your feet sensitive to the earth. You can feel the yogi toes, the fabric, the rubber. Just get connected to the skin. Bring your hands to the floor. Ground your feet into the earth. Stand up. Lift your arms above you. Wake up your hands. Fan your fingers. Gather your hands in a prayer over your heart center. One ohm. Um. Reach your arms above you. Breathe in. Bend your knees, bow forward. Relax your neck all the way. Flat back. You can have your hands on your shins with your knees bent as much as you'd like. High plank. Remember, you're creating your yoga practice. It's a moment-to-moment creation. You can bring your knees to the floor. And you're adapting into intentionality, being on purpose while you're on your mat. Come forward and down low plank. Up dog, on purpose not to force anything. Down dog, deliberately honoring the body that's on your mat. Not the body that you want, the body that you had, 
the body you aspire to. No, tell the truth. This is first, getting really clear with what's so. Now from the core, press your hands on the floor and breathe out. Look up to your hands. Walk or jump forward. Inhale, flat back. Exhale, bow. Root down and sweep up. Bend your knees, fold forward. Inhale, flat back. High to low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. Make your feet about hip-width distance. And consider adding about a half a foot, six inches to the space between your hands and your feet. Usually when the, we come into down dog, the hands are too close to the feet and the, the, the foundations, it's not stable, it's static. You want stable but space to move, space to shift. Breathe out. Look forward. Walk or jump to your hands. Inhale, flat back. Exhale, bow forward. Sweep up. Choose a point in the ceiling. See it clearly. Bow down. Gaze up to your belly button. Flat back. Low plank. Up dog. Gaze to one point. Exhale, down dog. You feel where the fingers meet the palms, the finger mounds, push them into the mat. If your hands cup, it puts the wrists in a red zone. Breathe out, push your hands down through the rubber of your mat. Look forward, walk or jump to your hands. Inhale, flat back. Exhale, bow forward. Thunderbolt, come into your feet, lift your toes up. And shift your weight, the bulk of your weight, I'd say 80% of the weight into the center of each heel. And it's good to bring your feet into view because a lot of the times they'll be blocked because the shin bones come forward too much. Take your shin bones back. You always want to move from your bones. Lift your collarbones up. Fan your fingers and shift your vision up. Breathe in. Bow forward. Inhale, flat back. Low plank. Inhale, up dog. Pause, pause. Press your finger mounds on the mat. Down dog. Warrior one, step your right foot forward. Drop your back heel to your mat. Stand up. The first principle you work with, empowerment, is about lining up with universal principles. So you don't have to think. You can be moved by a bigger energy. It all starts with being intentional, creating the physical foundation of the pose. The foundation of the body parts at a touch on the floor. So I want you to arrange your feet so you're stable. And if you look down at your feet, a good visual measure is about hip-width distance right to left. Front to back, a good visual measure is bringing your front knee to a 90-degree angle. Where your front thigh bone meets the torso, make that a 90-degree angle. Right, now fan your fingers apart. Lift your 10 toes. Spread them apart. Let's breathe together. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in. Soft here. Out. Fill up your lungs. Drop your hips two inches closer to your mat. Oh, not yet. Breathe in. Low plank. Inhale, up dog, work your hands, work them. Down dog, warrior one, step your left foot forward. This is our path in physical practice. It's from the outside and we move in. 
So your first intention is to create a relationship with the earth, a bigger energy than the thinking mind. So once you've created stability in your foundation, work mobility. This is the hallmark of an empowered yoga pose. But there's room to groove, space for shift to happen. Square the pelvis, square the shoulders to the front of the room. Feel the bottoms of your feet come to life as you square the shoulders, square the hips. Fan your fingers, lengthen your spine, breathe in. Bring your hands to a low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Now the beauty, the transformative energy moves through you. So we're in a perfect space right now to let go. Have some control, but to find that beauty of letting, to letting go in our effort. So let's connect everything. One breath, one movement. We're not going to stop moving. We're going to build fire and elevate. Here we go. Breathe in. Empty it out. Push the air out. Look forward. Walk or jump to your hands. Flat back. Bow forward. Thunderbolt. Breathe in. Exhale, bow down. Inhale, flat back. Low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Warrior one, step your right foot forward. Root down. Inhale, go up. Exhale, low plank. Inhale, up dog. Exhale, down dog. Warrior one, step your left foot forward. Press the floor and go up. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog, no doubt about it, becoming more skillful in every area of our life when we refine our capacity to be right here in the middle of all this. Breathe in. Breathe out. Push the air out. Walk or jump to your hands. Inhale, flat back. Bow forward. Thunderbolt. Forward bend. Come halfway up. Low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog, warrior one, step your right foot forward. Press the floor, go up, shine out every direction. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog, warrior, step your left foot forward. The whole constitution, your physiology, shifting. Low plank. Up dog, come to your senses right here, see clearly. Down dog, gaze to one point. Breathe in. Empty it out. Walk or jump. Flat back. Forward bend. Thunderbolt. Bow. Come halfway up. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior. Pull the air in. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior. Step your left foot forward. Chaturanga, up dog, down dog, lift your right leg to the sky, bend your upper knee, flip your dog, be a yes for some chaos, just go in with control, your greatest control, it's vision, it's having a north star and being committed to moving towards that, set your drishti, high plank, spin your heels to the right, take your left arm to the sky. Cause stability. You can bring your bottom knee to the floor. Low plank. Up dog. 
Down dog. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge. Bring your hands to a prayer, twist to the right. Check out the foundation. Make your feet about hip width distance, right to left. Put both feet on 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock is straight forward. You can stay with your hands in a prayer or straighten your arms. You could add blocks, you could add binds. Five, adaptation is always about subtracting or adding intensity. Four, you'll have that way of being if you're built on rock. Three, spread your ten toes. Press the floor, lift up and spin it. Warrior two. Extended side angle. It's important you gaze to your feet. Even after 25 years of practice in side angle, I always bring my feet into view. Put your heels on one line. Half bind. See, the way you set your feet determines if you can get connected to the floor. Some of you, you might benefit by bringing your back toes more towards 10 o'clock. Five. Your front foot on 12 o'clock. Stack your shoulders, your hips, and your ankles on one plane. Three, take your shoulders to your back. Yeah, breathe in. Low plank. Up dog. One moment, pause. Down dog. All right, work your hands. Fan your fingers across your mat. Lift your left leg up to the sky. Don't let the hand cup. Flip your dog. And the hands match each other energetically. It's from the center of the palms. You radiate through the finger domes. Side plank, spin your heels to the left. One side of your body will probably be weaker, stronger. So create balanced action on your mat. Don't do the same thing that brings you into negative adaptation or compensation. You want to work balance. So the sides can look different. You might modify on one side and then amplify on another. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Uh, good science. Step your left foot forward, crescent lunge. Prayer twist to the left. Just unleash an energy. It gets locked up in your body. Ground your feet into the mat so you can do this excavation work. You can straighten your arms. You can add a block. Like on the, on the right side, you might add a block. On this side, you don't. Five. Go about hip width distance right to left. Four, between the feet. Three, take your back heel forward. Firm up your back thigh muscles. Pull them in. Now press down, lift up and spin. Warrior two. Extended side angle. Half bind. Now I mentioned on the other side, stack your joints on a vertical plane. Start from the ground up. Front foot on 12 o'clock. Put your front knee directly over your front ankle. Five. See, your bum will stick out. And Lift the front of the pelvis up. Drop your tailbone down. Feels like you're scooping your tailbone under. Take your shoulders to your back. Very good. Now drop your hips one, two inches lower. Breathe in. Some good work done. Up dog. Pause. Down dog. Empty it out. Look forward and jump to your hands. Flat back. Forward bend. Thunderbolt. Time to clean house. Bring your hands to your heart center. Prayer twist to the right. You don't want to leak heat. And a lot of the times we leak heat in the transitions. 
get into the pose, and then just adapt. Resilience and staying power. It's your vision that gets you through the tough stuff in life, what you aspire to as a human being. Conceptual, get in touch with your feet. Be on purpose. Work in the four corners of your feet down into the mat. You have the big toe mounds, the baby toe mounds, the inner heels and the outer heels. Those are the four corners of the feet. Turn your inner ankles back. That helps you feel the friction that occurs when you get the feet grounded into the mat. Lift your toes up. So the inner ankles go back. Press your outer ankles down. Move your shin bones back. We'll do 10 counts. That's starting to get... Keep your gaze steady. Lift your heart off the front of your thighs. Keep spinning to ragdoll. Thank you. Big toes with your peace fingers. Make your palms face each other. Come halfway up. Breathe in. Bow forward. Now take a couple steps back. Bend your knees and bring your chest or your belly on your thighs. This will keep us true to the practice. The practice is awakening the body holistically. So all the parts are in conversation. There's no part overworking, no part underworking. Begin to straighten your legs. Pull the crown of your head towards your mat and lean in. That's all happening simultaneously. Let go of your toes. Crow. Five. From no to yes. Three. Two. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Look forward and jump to your hands. Come halfway up. Bow forward. Thunderbolt. Prayer twist to the left. Gaze down at your feet. Be a yes to coach yourself into remembering to see physical reality clearly. It takes training. So you can look at a point. Like you can look at your feet and then just have this big conversation with yourself about feet. You want to disrupt thinking and vision, clear vision right here. And it doesn't even have to be clear. You're just witnessing that you're intentionally looking at your feet. Lift your toes up. Turn your inner ankles back. Press your outer ankles to the floor. Now, not only do you lift your toes up, but you're spreading your toes apart. You can actually even see the shadows your toes make on each other. If you look with interest, take your right knee back. A lot of the times we overuse the left leg. About 10 counts. Now, if you do straighten your arms, be mindful that your lower hand doesn't float in the air. Put a block underneath it. Or just bring your hands back into a prayer and press your palms together. Five. See, once you press down into the floor or into your right palm, you'll lift off your thighs. Three. Take your right hip crease back. Two. Ragdoll. Separate your feet hip width. Gorilla. Walk your toes past the crease of your wrists. Now take that step back. Bend your knees, bring your chest to your thighs or your belly. And little by little, the whole body works. Lean in. Try to pull your hands out from underneath your feet and straighten your legs. Maybe you've got an injured hamstring and you don't straighten that leg as much. 
This is where compassion begins, self-compassion. Be in with yourself. Take your hands out from underneath your feet. Crawl. Five. So maybe you're a no for crow because you're a yes if you have a wrist injury and you don't want to re-injure it. Four, but you want to be a yes. Three, moving the program forward. However, micro shifts we have to do. Chaturanga, up dog, or micro shifts we have to take. Down dog. All right, jump up to your hands. Flat back. Bow forward. Ground down, stand up. Sweep up, breathe in. Eagle. Bend your knees. Wrap your right leg over your left leg. Wrap your right arm under your left arm. Five. Now there's a dance between control and surrender. Four. Effort and knees. Keep your joint system stacked. Bring your shoulders over your hips. Three. Elbows to shoulder height. Wrists over the elbows. Two. Sweep up. Eagle. See, eagles are training and seeing. Five. When you set your gaze to one point, it gives you access to your whole body, every point in your body. Keep your shoulders over the hips. Breathe out. Pull into center. (laughs) Sweep up. Eagle. Five. Flow will take you there. You can't think your way into flow. Four. Acting without knowing. Three. That helps go into flow. Two. Sweep up. Eagle. Five, it's common to start breathing in ego because we're compressing the lungs. Four, when you feel like you can't breathe, breathe anyway. Three, create space for something new to flow through. Breathe out. Sweep up. Gather it up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it. Breathe in. Empty it out. Standing leg raise. Balance on your left leg. Lift your right knee up to hip height and stay here. Or extend your upper leg in front of you. You can take a toe lock. One, two, three, four. Take your upper leg to the right. Gaze to the left. One, two. Breathe through this. Three. If it knocks you off course, know that that is the course. Bring your upper leg forward. Lift your arms above you. Breathe in. Airplane. It's one big pose. Half moon. Bring your left hand to a block of the floor. You can bring your right hand to your hip. Take your right arm to the sky. That's the progression. Be mindful your bottom foot's on 12 o'clock. Stand for that. Be a yes for that. Five. Now stack your joints. Roll the right shoulder over the left, the right hip over the left. Four. Firm up your thigh muscles. Tight, tight. Three. Can you straighten that? Straight. You're bending it. Yeah. Two. Ragdoll was good. <laughs> Bring your hands to the floor. Walk your feet together and stand up. Lift your hands to your heart center. Let's clear it. Breathe in. Empty it out. Standing leg raise. Balance on your right leg. Lift your left knee up. This is medicine for our ankles. Strengthening, conditioning. Need that around the muscles of the ankles, the knees, the pelvis. Take your upper leg to the left, gaze to the right. See what you're gazing to. Get connected. Know that you're looking at something. Bring your upper leg forward. Lift your arms high. Breathe in. Airplane. And know that you're breathing in when you're breathing. And know that you're breathing out when you're breathing out. Catch the current of the in-breath. Lift up. Let it propel you forward and up. 
half moon. Be intentional. Create the physical foundation of the pose. Disrupt everything. And be mindful that your bottom foot's on 12 o'clock. You might stack blocks underneath the right hand. Maybe even broaden the foundation. Fingertips. Come up in your fingertips. Good. Five. See your bottom foot? It's 12 o'clock. Straight forward. Four. Tight here now. Yes, yes. Three. Firm up. Pull your thigh muscles in. Tight. Look up and shine out. Ragdoll. It's the way to go, brother. Bring your hands to the floor. Walk your feet together and stand up. Take your arms high. Bring your hands to your heart center. Clear it out. Breathe in. Empty. Dancer, lift your left arm up. Lower your right arm by your side. Grab your right ankle. You can grab your right shin or your foot. And you choose a point to see. Five. Soften up the muscles in your feet. You could even start with your bottom knee bent and accelerate towards straighter legs. Three. Lift your heart muscle up. Take the sides of your neck back. Two. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Dancer. Aim. Aim. Something shifts in our brain when our gaze is steady. Five. Four. Activate the area in the brain that's a yes to flow. Three. Firm up your thigh muscles. Move your upper shin back. Go forward and up. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Dancer. You just keep moving. You'll have peaks. You'll have troughs in the practice. You'll move through anxiety, boredom. Right in the middle, though. That's where the dance is, the still point. It's paradoxical. Moving into stillness, you feel flow, right? At the still point. Five. I feel that. Dance with gravity and grace. Four, begin pulling your thigh muscles in more. Three, move forward, lift up, express out. Two, yes, bring your upper foot to the floor. Dancer, what happened? Pay attention. <laughs> Got to be ready all the time. At ease. Enjoying the beginning of the pose, the middle of the pose, the completion of the pose. The pose never ends, but there's phases. Working in two different worlds, the physical world and the spiritual world. Five, using time. Four, and pulsation to move into a timeless space. Three, get to the edge. You break through there. Press down, go forward, go up. Yeah, bring your upper foot to the mat. Three, plug right in now. Balance on your left leg. Create union between your legs. Be mindful the upper foot doesn't go on the knee. It's either on the upper inner thigh or the lower shin. You can bring your, your right toes on the floor. Just be conscious of your hands at your heart center for a few moments and lift your sternum up into your thumb knuckles. But don't blow out the lower ribs. Contract them in. Puff up the mid-back. Puff the region in the mid-back up. Lift your arms to the sky. Lower the chin towards the chest. Lift the crown up. Now take the sides of the neck back from the core. Press the floor. Go up. Good. Bring your hands to your heart center. Lower your upper foot to the ground. Tree. Balance on your right leg. Steady gaze. Just like we can feel power lines moving from the core to the feet or the core to the hands. Feel the power line moving from the eyes to the physical point. 
You want to hit that point with your vision and then there'll be an energetic rebound. Lift your arms above you. Literally sealing our energy in when we're committed to our North Star. Fan your fingers more and more. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Lower your upper foot to the ground. Reach up. Breathe in. Bow forward. Flat back. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one. Step your right foot forward. Warrior two. Straighten your legs. Create triangle. Now remember, it's just a form. You want to get connected to energy. So this happens because you're connected to the feet, the foundation. Five, lift and spread your ten toes and consider adding that half a foot of space between your feet front to back. Fan your fingers. Take a breath in. Empty it out. Stand up. Is that okay? (laughs) Face left. Take your arms high. Lower your right arm by your side. Arch your arms. Now connect your hands at your upper back. Lift your toes up. Lift your collarbones up. Breathe in. Bow forward. Your feet love when you look at them. Anything you bring your attention to expands. And you want the energy in your feet to expand. Spread your toes out. Feel the bottoms of your feet. Remember the four corners of your feet. You want to get connected. Four corners of your feet to the earth. Turn your inner ankles back. Press your outer ankles to the floor. Lift your kneecaps up. Lift your thigh muscles up. Now lean in. Lift your toes up. Lean in. Breathe in. Empty it out. Tight here. Tight, tight, tight. Stand up. Good, Scott. Face front. Keep your shoulders bound. Pyramid. You're doing great. So much of the practice, the physical practice, the meditation is just coming back, beginning again, coming back to your senses, seeing one point, knowing you're seeing it, and moving air. doesn't even have to have sound. Twisting triangle. Creating sound with your breath, it's a discovery. It keeps you interested in the possibility of the pose. Five. Four. Working from the inner ankles up the legs. Three, tilt your pelvis back. Press your collarbones forward. Now from the core, press the floor. Lift up and spin it. Chaturanga, you got another two feet between your legs. (laughs) Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, step your left foot forward. Warrior two. Straighten your legs. Triangle. It took me years and years and years to listen to my teacher And add six inches between the feet front to back. Once you find the tipping point, you found soul work. To pull yourself together, to begin again, to recreate your foundation, to recommit to your vision. Pull your belly to your spine, get to the solar plexus. Now radiate through the toes, through the fingers, and breathe out. Stand up. That's good. Face right. Take your arms high. Lower your left arm by your side. Bind your shoulders. Use a strap if you can't connect your hands. Breathe in. Bow forward. That'll do. If you added space between your feet, right to left, could you keep the stability, maybe even refine the stability, but be at the edge 
where everything could come apart. See, and then your feet are stressed out and then they're called on to develop more dexterity. Lift your toes up and breathe out. Stand up, face front, pyramid. Never leave your feet. Never abandon the bottoms of your feet. When I bow forward, I'm adding inches, maybe half inches front to back or right to left. Maybe my feet are placed perfectly and my toes are stuck together. Bring this here. Twisting triangle. Don't be hasty. You keep your left hand at your hip until your hips are squared to the mat. That's why you can bend your front knee a little bit. And then you want mobility. You want to maneuver the pelvis so it's square to the floor. Five. Four. You can do that. Three. Now go forward like crazy. Go forward. Press down. Lift up and spin it. Two. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Uh, best 30 minutes of fitness on the planet. I got the next best 30 minutes of fitness coming up for you. High plank. Lower to your mat. Four, three, two, one. Bring your arms by your side. We are ready to go deeper into the heart. You know, it's good biomechanical work to open up the pelvis before you do backbends. Flip your head to the other side. That's what I love about this sequence. It's intelligently created. So every pose is a juxtaposition for the next pose. So when we leave out, when we leave this room, our whole attitude has shifted. Clasp your hands at your lower back. When you get the body holistically, the way we look at the world shifts. Everything's connected. Pull into the center. On your in-breath, press down and come up. Okay, we've got to keep the legs connected to our consciousness and not let the thigh bones drift apart. Five, this is the main default in backbends, and this compresses the lower back. Four, when the thigh bones spread apart, pull them in. Now lift the fronts of the thighs up off the mat. Come back to the floor. Bow, bend your knees. You can do one leg at a time. You'll just take the opposite arm forward if you do one leg at a time. All right, pull in. Move your thigh bones to center. You got it. On your in-breath, move your shin bones back. Now, you want this burning, your quadriceps. Five, to burn bright, you've got to get the oxygen in. Four, see how you're clearing space for your lungs. Three, two, come down. That's good work. Breathe in. Empty it out. Let go. Oh, bow. It's almost like you have two magnets that attract each other on your inner thighs. Pull them. Feel that magnetism. The midline has a magnetism to it. The middle, the center. Five. Make your thighs burn. Take your shin bones back. Four. Relax the upper body. Take the sides of your neck back. Three. Ah, what an opportunity. Two. Come back to the floor. Up dog. Down dog. Camel, bring your knees to your mat. Stand up on your knees. Make your knees about hip-width distance. You can curl your toes under. 
Five. Go ahead and reach back and grab your heels. If that's not okay, just keep your hands at your hips. Four. Press your feet down and your knees down into the mat. Three. Take your hips forward. Two. Down dog. Camel. Man, this heat moving through your body is a miracle. It's medicine. Trust it. Some days it'll bring us to our hands and our knees. We'll have to be in child's pose, maybe even have to be on our back. Five. But man, the resilience you cultivate by moving through. Four. Three. Press your feet down into the mat. Take your hips forward. Two. Push into my hands. Down dog. Bridge. Tell you this tissue, muscle, fascia, the skin. The body keeps score. A lot of stuff gets stuck in the front of the body. That's why we do backbends. Strengthen the back and to open up the front. All right. Lift your hips up. Lace your fingers at your lower back. Five. Now, some of the best work you can do on your back is walk the shoulder blades to the spine line. Four, and press the baby finger edge of the forearms down. Three, pull your thigh bones to the center line of the body. Two, come down. Wheel. Create your foundation. Press the floor and come up. You can start at the top of your head. So the first wheel, you want to assess the foundation. You want more space between the feet, more space between the hands, more space between the hands and the feet, less space. Bring your chin towards your chest and come back down. Feel good? <laughs> Wheel. Come on, Turner, not bridge. Wheel. Wheel, Turner. Ready? Press the floor. Come up. Five. Four. Three, press down, go up. Two, all right. Breathe in, breathe out. Urdhva Dhanurasana, upside down bow. Ready, set, go. Be an alchemist. Transform your psychology. This is what vision will do. Five, it'll disrupt the default psychology. Four, when you come from your heart and you're hungry for something. Three, Two, come down. I think that's the most important thing in studentship is hunger. You've got to get hungry to the best you you can be. Ready? Set. Press down. Come up. This is it. It's in these moments. These are moments of truth. Marked moments where you're causing greatness. Five. Four. Leaving the body on your mat in greatness. Three. Press down and go up to, all right, breathe in, breathe out. How many more, Bobby? One's good. One's good, all right. Two? Okay, two, two. All right, ready, set, press the floor, come up. Five, maybe stay up. Four. Burn karma. Three, two. Okay, you can stay up. Breathe in. Empty it out. 
All right, let's go. Those people up. Press down and come up. Ten. Nine. Eight. Contribute. Contribute to the energetic lift in the room. Give everything you got. Five. Four. Three. Two. Exit with ease. Good job, Amanda. Good job. Bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side and close your eyes. Straighten your legs. Take your arms back. Hard work gets a bad rap. Really, you, you, you fall in love with hard work and then you see it's really not that hard if you bring your heart to it. Pull your knees into your chest. Rock from side to side. I was talking about that with my friend. One of my, my best friend in the world is having a lot of medical issues right now. He's got an autoimmune disease and going through all this cancer drugs. And he's just fuck, he's, he's suffering. He's out of work. and um, Dead bug. And I was just talking to him about uh, Viktor Frankl, the guy who wrote Man's Search for Meaning. And I was like, do you know what it is, man? I go, do you know what man's last freedom is? I asked him, I go, do you know what man's last freedom is? He goes, hmm, do you want me to tell you, is it a spoiler? Is it a spoiler if I tell you man's last freedom? Do you know what it is? What is it? Does anyone know? What's the last freedom you have? No one can take it from you at all. They can take your breath in a second. They can take your breath in a second. MMA fighters can take your breath in two seconds. What is it? It's your ability to choose the way you see the world. That's your last freedom. I choose to see the world this way. I know you were going to say that. That's why I came next to you. <laughs> Let go of your feet. Straighten your legs vertically. Clasp your hands at the back of your head. Cultivating a center where we're unmessable with. Lift your shoulder blades off your mat. Breathe in. Exhale, go up. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Keep going. Make it a pace that's inspiring. Make the higher call at each breath. Sometimes you've got to slow down. Sometimes you've got to speed up. But flow has that attribute. You're ready right now to turn the dial of effort up or to surrender more. But to keep the effort, you've got to be right in the middle. About 10 counts. Surrender is not passive. Five, four, three, two, one. Sit on your forearms. Lower your legs one-third towards your mat. Lower your legs two-thirds towards your mat. Lower your legs two inches from the floor. Now from your core, take your legs side to side. Five. I'll play with it. What is it when I'm just moving from my legs? And then what does it feel like when I'm moving from my core? All right, bring your legs to center. Lift your legs up. Pull your knees into your chest. Bicycle. Your best yogic bicycles in your life. I mean, this is the aspiration of a yoga student. Is every day we refine our way of being, our way of giving, so we can give 
without looking for anything back. Just give because you have it. About 10 counts. We practice for the sake of practicing. It's the highest compensation in the world to be able to do this. Doing it. Lift your legs up, sit on your forearms, and we'll do two rounds. Lower your legs one-third towards the mat, two-thirds towards the mat, two inches from the floor. Lift your legs to the sky. Lower your legs 30%, 60%. Lower your legs two inches from the ground. Now go crossovers. Make your legs firm. Five, four, three, two. Lift your legs up. Pull your knees to your chest. Twist. Take your knees to the left and bring your chin towards your right shoulder. Make the twist perfect. Keep your shoulders on your mat. And when I say make the twist perfect, you can create a little more tension by lifting the knees up or you can create less tension by bringing the knees down. Breathe in. Empty it out. Bring your knees up to center and over to the right. Bring your chin towards your left shoulder. Just as it is good to twist the vital organs and squeeze out all the excess, it's as if we have kind of a dirty sponge in between our ears too. That's like the organs. They become like dirty sponges. You've got to rinse them out every day. But closing the eyes and moving in is the beginning of meditation. Remember when I said that yoga starts from the outside and we start moving in to the vital organs, to the brain, and we notice what a powerful thing is to close the eyes. But to not drift off into thought, just to look back at the eyelids or to scan the body on the stomach and the kidneys and the intestines. Breathe in, empty it out, come back to center. Grab behind your thighs, rock and roll three or four times. Get some momentum, vinyasa, down dog. Half pigeon, lunge your right leg forward. Create your foundation. Create your relationship with a bigger energy. Then your volition, then your willpower. Then your cleverness. This is the humility that we discover by sitting. We start dissolving, not just partial habits of like holding the shoulders tense or the jaw or clenching the hands, but just habitual thought patterns. We have a, a power of disrupting them. And it's all by attention, bringing our attention to the floor, feeling the floor or the block underneath the head or the block underneath the hip. But feel the floor. You start with your forehead center. You could curl your back toes under. If not, be mindful your back foot isn't sickling into the midline of the mat. Be mindful your front foot's flexed. Yeah. 
Pull the air into the nose, down the throat, into the lungs. You can pause after the in-breath. You can pause after the out-breath. That's a space where in yoga they call the no-breath. The space between the out-breath and the in-breath. The no-breath. This is where yogis say you'll find the key to life. So you're holding the in-breath in loving-kindness. You're holding the out-breath in loving-kindness. You're attending to vital energy. You're investing in your vital energy. Do you know that the body pulls out more oxygen and good stuff when you slow the breath down, maybe even hold it? About five more counts. becomes delightful listening to the breath. It's like having a heart-to-heart conversation with the universe. It's not like it. It is it. It's your daily appointment with life to come back home and remember what's most important to you, to bring a North Star into view. When I say a North Star, I'm talking about what is most important to you, what you aspire to. Without vitality, we're numb to that because it's a feeling and it pulls us. That magnetism, it pulls us to the mat, to the yoga cushion, uh, the meditation cushion. Breathe in. Empty it out. Down dog. Half pigeon, lunge your left leg forward. the sacred space of the, the floor, the earth. Earth is, in, is in, in yoga, it's anything you can touch. It doesn't have to be dirt. It's the, the prakritic world, the tangible world. It's the mat underneath you. It's your physical body. Everything's earth. In the physical realm. Water, you can feel water. Relax your neck, take your arms forward. To get a sense of your inner space. Feel the density of the body, the density of the skull, the bones. Feel the vibrancy of the skin at the bottoms of the feet. And you're making the air flow. Maybe pulling it in a little more, maybe pushing it out a little more. It's not just holding it, learning how to shift the velocity of the breath and the texture, like how um, close the aperture of the throat is. Let me say how open it is. Other leg, though, right? Ready, ready, go like this. Try to hollow out the lower back. You feel that? Is that about even, both sides? Bobby, is that about even, both sides? Close. Close, not just yet, right? 
Take a breath in. Empty it out. Double pigeon. Don't get your hijack practiced in the middle of the transition. Come up, flow, and stack your shins or cross your shins. Hey, these hour classes, really powerful, shifting your relationship with time. You start breaking the class down into moments. Moments. This moment, this moment, this moment. You know, whether we're timing ourselves for 20 minutes and our meditation cushion or allotting 60 minutes for a asana practice, it's always about disrupting thinking, the time machine, and be right here, right here. Stillness brings us into that eternal quality of beingness, just right here. Powerful, marked moments, being right here and knowing we're right here. Mind, body, spirit in the same place right now, here. Flex your feet, relax your neck. So you're developing skill moving mind through body. I'm just calling out body parts and your mind's going there if you're listening and it's just like weaving a tapestry with your consciousness, so you're fully embodied, not lost in thought, disrupting that. Breathe in, empty it out. Sit up, switch legs. really powerful space in meditation. Our last few moments on the mat or on the meditation cushion. Sometimes I'll, you know, when I'm meditating, I'll, I'll peek over at my clock. You don't want to do that, but I'll peek over at my clock. I feel like it's broke. I'm like, it's got to be 20 minutes. And I'll look over and then I'll be like, oh, there's two minutes left. I go, okay, for these last two minutes, I am going to be present every breath. I'm going to tighten it up and be here with every breath. I begin to see how important completing is. Can I bring this here? Does it go? Flex your feet. That's it. Breathe them. Empty it out. Sit up. Seated forward bend. Extend your legs in front of you. Well, have your knees bent. Bring your chest or your belly to your thighs. You want to integrate the body holistically. Grab your feet. Sean, bring your legs together. Move your legs, outer shins in, pull in. And now lengthen your spine. Breathe in. And pull the crown of your head towards your feet. Slide your hips back and your heels forward. It's all happening at once. Relax your neck. If you just relax your neck, you don't even have to straighten your legs. Your belly can be on your thighs with your knees bent almost to 90 degrees. Just relax in the neck. Whoa, the muscles around the cervical spine soften up. All right, sit up, inverted tabletop. 
Five. Lift your pelvis up. Drop your head back if it's okay in the neck. Four. Feel your throat come to life underneath the skin. Three. Press, lift your hips up. Two. Ah, come down. Waterfall. Lay on your back and put a block under your pelvis. Straighten your legs on a vertical line. You can do shoulder stand. You can do head stand. Good for the brain, though. We start healing our brain just by turning upside down and getting good, copious amounts of blood flow into the brain. No blockages around the neck. You've got to keep the neck loose. All that oxygen-rich blood, nutrient-rich blood going into the brain. does, it shifts the way we begin to see ourselves and the world around us and other beings. We start looking beyond form and color and shape and we start getting connected to what's living through the form and the shape. This is the whole essence of namaste. When you hear namaste, it's like, hey, okay, you can get that, the light in me and honors the light in you, but I wouldn't say that unless you really feel that. Or maybe you do say it and maybe you live into it, that might be a good way of approaching it. But I always had a, um, I always had a, I always difficulty <laughs> when people see me at Whole Foods and they go, namaste. I go, I'm, I'm, okay, namaste, namaste. <laughs> but really embodying that, you know. I mean, I wouldn't even know how to honor someone else's body unless I honored mine. I wouldn't know how to serve anybody authentically in a way that really matters unless I did that for myself. We start putting the dots together. The importance of serving ourselves with loving kindness so we can go out there and do that for the people we love. You can take your feet to the floor Curl your toes under. Lace your fingers at your lower back and shimmy your shoulder blades into the midline just like we do in bridge. You can stay in plow or bring your knees by your ears. All right. Butterfly or corpse pose. All right, this is a good place to practice bringing into view your, your last freedom, your ability to choose to see the world the way you choose to see it. Choose to see yourself the way you choose to see yourself. And really powerful is to choose to see yourself right here, right now, as just a body on your mat. You let your attention drift, we miss the mark. And we're going to miss the mark. You just restore your integrity. You begin again. You choose this is the most important moment in your life. And to attend it fully is wisdom. You can straighten your legs if you'd like. 
Just let every bone, every muscle, everything go. Hold on to nothing. Take a huge breath in. Open your mouth, let it go. And be still. Breathe in, empty it out, roll over onto your right, keep your eyes closed, sit up, put your hands in a prayer over your heart center, sit up straight. Let's clear it out, take a breath in. Empty it out. One ohm. Uh, Bring your prayer hands to your forehead center. Take a breath in. Together we say namaste. Peace. And love. Good job, you guys. Nice work. Good work. All right, go have a beautiful day, okay? Get some water, get some electrolytes.
And um, when you get up, stay on your feet. Okay, spray your blocks down. Stack them up nice and neat on the silver uh, rack over there. And if you guys have any questions, ask me, okay? I'll see you soon. Take care. You're welcome. You guys, stay on your feet. There's slippery spots, okay? Like, really, stay on your feet.